Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall, for another episode of the Friends of the F-Tag. And, you know, you've got to know his face by now. We've got Andre Dixon, CEO of Verge Magazine, co-founder of Alternative Sport, one of the key guys that I think anywhere in the UK at the moment is really driving the UK NFL scene forward. I mean, at the time I look on your Instagram, Dre, you're a busy guy. You do so many different sports. But NFL seems to be one that is, is always on the timeline. And, uh, yeah, it just feels like as that sport's growing over here, you're one of the guys that is really pushing that forward, man. Oh, thank, thank you, guys. Honestly, thank you for having me. Um, you know, it's it's a crazy, crazy time because, obviously, there's so many different sports that are going on. You know what it's like? You know, you have to pretend that you're into uh, all of these sports like tennis and then rugby and then uh, all these other things. That, but, but true to my heart, my, my heart is actually, you know, a, a suffering Giants fan, uh, New York Giants fan, um, and uh, yeah, but I am like counting the days down to the to, to the season starting. Definitely, yes. This large gap in between, sort of April, where the end of the draft through now towards the preseason, is just feeling like forever. But we're bringing you friends of the F Tag podcast for the whole summer, and lots more content to come from all of our guys over here throughout the summer to try and keep your NFL interest going and spark it alive and create some uh, atmosphere before the season even begins. But like you said, we might as well. It's a good place to start being a Giants fan. I mean, our Giants uh, co-host Andrew isn't with us tonight. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be very interested in some of your opinions about the New York Giants. I've heard some very interesting opinions about New York Giants in a few of these podcasts, which I'll probably share with you later on when we, uh, when we chat about <laughs> stuff. But Firstly, I mean, we, we go back to April. We look at the draft. You guys had two first-round picks in that top 10. You had the Chicago mm-hmm. Bear pick from the year before. And you go and draft Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal, that edge rush threat and that offensive tackle spot as well. Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal were predicted to be the number one pick in January, mm-hmm. into February, into March. Then slowly, yeah, at the end of March, slowly started waiting off. And then Aiden Hutchinson was coming into the forefront. And then about a week before Trayvon Walker became in the forefront, and suddenly Trayvon Walker was the number one pick. And it was like, oh, wow. And then players drop and drop. And you guys in your lap get what was seen as two number one players just drop there. So uh, how ecstatic were you when the Giants made them picks? I mean, it, it, it proves why, you know, Giants shouldn't listen to, you know, the, the, uh, the hierarchy shouldn't be listening to people like me who, for <laughs> some reason, uh, you know, because it's not that I'm knocking uh, Daniel Jones. And, and, you know, I, I try not to be personal with any athletes because they're, they're humans after all. However, it is, I, I don't have much faith in that he's going to be able to recover in time. Uh, and then obviously from what I've seen, I haven't been really impressed with. So I was hoping kind of secretly for a quarterback as well. Um, but, they, you know, what they've done is they've actually made the necessary picks for us to be able to move forward. It is a long process. It's not going to be something that's overnight. We're going to be contenders. There is a we have got a lot of um, weaponry uh, that I, that I would say that we could um, you know do make a little noise. And it wasn't too far off that we was almost going to be making the playoffs season before last. But you know I am very very happy as all Giants fans are happy uh, with with what we've seen so far. You know take away the unnecessary uh, you know distractions with the lawsuits and all those types of things. But like everything else that we've had. Is, is, is being really good, very stable for once. It's been good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's been a while, isn't it, since the Giants have actually, it feels like there's a plan. That's something mm. that I've noticed with the Giants. It does really feel like there's a plan and that they can move forward and that's going to be something that's, that's going to be good. Um, just quickly, you were saying that you were sort of thinking maybe a quarterback or that you might like a quarterback. I mean, was there any particular one in the draft? Because it, it was kind of like a, 
you know, a year where everyone was kind of having a bit of a go at the quarterbacks. Kenny you know small what? hands. Kenny small yeah. hands. That's what you want. Yeah, to. and you know what? I, I think that um, uh, Joey, as I call him, Joey Burr, um, he's actually shown you don't have to have the big hands. I totally forgotten because I've, you know, as, as we said earlier on, I'm juggling so many different sports. I'm like, I literally totally forgot his name, but he went. Uh, I forgot his name. He's like he is um, a Cuban. I don't know. I remember it will come back to me in a minute. But um, yeah, there's one Cuban in particular that was actually looking looking at. I think he was a good leader. Um, I think he was a good good example. He's, he's he's talking all the good talk. He was quite impressive uh, for for his college. But the thing is, is that, again, it's like, we say we have a plan, but I don't see the QB plan. I don't see what, like, are you really throwing all the chips in? With, well, I mean, you're not throwing the chips in with, with Daniel Jones because you didn't extend, you know, you take his option. So it's, that's the only bit that I have a question. And it's such an important part of, of the whole game, uh, you know, moving forward, having an actual franchise quarterback or somebody we can actually trust and say, okay, this guy's going to be the one to be able to lead us forward. I just don't, I just don't see it. So that's why I was looking for, for, for the quarterback. I've forgotten his name. I reckon, you reckon, I reckon you're talking about Malik Willis. That's the one, Malik Willis. Yeah. That's it, yeah. He was, he was like, you know, forget about all the other stuff like where he's like um, talking a good talk and, you know, just saying everything that you kind of want your quarterback to be able to say, because Daniel Jones says those types of things as well. But Malik Willis is like, he's got an arm on him. I think that that the... I just don't, I just didn't understand what, from what I saw with the clips that I saw, why there was so much doubt about him. Mm. I mean, he went kind of low down, like you went in the next day, uh, you were in round two. So I, di- I just didn't understand. But again, this is why I'm sitting where I am and, mm. uh, you know... <laughs> You know uh, the higher ups are, are, are where they are, um, but yeah, I, I I desperately want us to be able to be moving forward with, with a quarterback. I think I have quarterback envy whenever I see, as I said, like Joe Joe Burrows and you know all the other quarterbacks that that are that are hot at the moment. You know, um, but yeah, hey, look, we can't complain. There is an actual plan, as you as you said, Adam. You know, it seems like there's there's a structure in place. It seems like, okay, year one, we're going to be doing this. I think they're giving an opportunity to Daniel Jones so he can actually, you know, kind of prove them wrong because uh, I think they're, they're checked out on him. Um, but there's no other options. So, therefore, I'm thinking they're looking at someone else in next year's draft or they're going to be using pieces to be able to get a free agent. I'm hoping. Do you not think there's, like, any potential for Jones at all? Because, obviously, like, with the O-line improvement... You- the offense, it, it kind of it all struggled because of the O line. That was the big mm-hmm. issue that it, oh, it felt last <laughs> And <laughs> so you, you just kind of think like, you know, if he's gonna have a chance to do anything, this is the year. This is his chance to do something. He's got a much better O line there. You know, Saquon's fit. Hopefully, um, you know, there's some good wide receivers mm-hmm. there. They just didn't get the ball because the O line just crumbled. Do you not I, think I, that there's any potential for him? Uh, no, it's it's not that he's terrible because obviously he, he, you know, we were looking at, you know, the the fact that, you know, obviously I'm an Eli fan. He's a, he was more mobile. We never had a mobile quarterback before, but if you're looking at people who can actually do both, or even if you're looking at someone who just stays in the pocket and just doesn't move, and I mean, if 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 I could have any quarterback, it would be Justin Herbert, you know, because. Yeah. I think that he is exactly what you would want from a stereotypical 
uh, you know, stay in the pocket, quarterback. But the guy can move as well. He can get himself out of trouble. He doesn't hang on to the ball that much. I think Daniel Jones, I think they did a survey or some type of, you know, research. And he hung on to the ball longer than any quarterback in the NFL. And that's obviously hanging on to the ball equals sacks. And, and you know, he's losing the ball so much. There's so many turnovers because of he's hanging on to the ball and then getting hit so many times. And then you're getting hit. And then look what you now, like, you know, you having neck surgery. Like, this is not a small deal. Like, if it was, if it was your arm, like, you know, I'm, I'm praying to God that we don't get um, uh, Baker Mayfield or something like that, because I just really <laughs> do not want that. But, like, these guys who hang on to the ball for too long, they end up getting injured. Mm. You know, bottom line, and that's what he does. He, he doesn't know how to release the ball quickly and that is the fundamental problem for him so he could be a very good backup but not as your franchise quarterback you look around the league now don't you and there's just so many there's so many teams with sort of that upper echelon quarterback now i think mm -hmm. there's there's more teams with a great quarterback than the ones with bad quarterbacks in a way no matter i know the age yeah. there's age difference you know matt stafford obviously a lot older tom brady obviously a lot older in their career not going to be around forever but the, the the hit rate of quarterbacks coming out of college now is just mm -hmm. been so good really in the, in the last few years you know the, the and, and not even high picks pat mahomes um i just heard was high pick off joe Burrow is number one pick but there is just so much talent there but i could i feel like with the giants fans they look at it and go well we took him with such a high pick and look at all the quarterbacks that were in that draft and have come out in, in that sort of same time frame and we've got daniel jones when these other teams have got like so Kyler. I know Kyler was the number one pick that year, but Kyler, uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. I mean, even Tua, mm. uh, arguably. Like, there, there's, there's that. That's what I think that sort of and, and gets on the Giants fans' base nerves is that when it's such a good hit rate, we how come we didn't hit in a way? But I think you're right in the sense that the Daniel Jones this year has got that sort of prove it deal, hasn't he? Because they've said they're not going to pick up your fifth year. They've got the new establishment in, which I will I'm going to ask you about in a second. And it's a bit like, well, if he proves it and he's amazing, then bully, you know, Brian Dable's got a quarterback then for, you know, a good few years. He's probably, he's going to have to pay him some good money, but it's probably, it's not going to be nowhere near as much money as maybe some of the other quarterbacks in the market are. Um, but if he's rubbish, well, we've got a very a decent squad around us. We get a high pick and there's two mm. absolutely sensational quarterbacks coming out in next year's draft. But we could go and target. So, do, do you think that is maybe a bit of a rumble in the Giants fan base because of that? Yeah. I, I, bottom line, I mean, we've got two two words to be able to, uh, you know, put the blame on all of that stuff, and it's, it's Dave Gelman. Like, you know, at the end of the day, that guy, as I used to call him, Fuzzy Bear on the show, was <laughs> trying to tell jokes, you know, terrible ones at that. Like, just had no plan. Like he was, I, like it was just, I just cannot see the logic in what he, on the picks that he's made. You know, I cannot see the logic in some of the, the, the contracts he's given out as well. So, I, again, it's like us having to be patient and be a rebuild. Like, if you are, from, from a Premier League point of view, like a Liverpool fan, um, like, like I am, then you can actually, you know, you've seen it before where, if I can kind of liken it to that, where, you know, you've got a new head coach come in, you know, who's, who's, the hot one of the hottest names, uh, you know, uh, that is, uh, you know, in in the game, came in, and actually there's a new hot GM who's came in. So we've had that as well. 
and then you actually just build the team season by mm. season by season. And it took Klopp probably like two, three years before uh, we actually had something that was recognisable to him and the style of play. And, you know, I, I think that it's going to take a little while with, with, with these guys because Gettleman has made so many bad decisions over the years. Um, you know, I, it was it's going to take a little while for, for the ghost of him to be able to be gone for good. Um, yeah, I, I, but but there is optimism, but it is re- there's a lot of realism. So, like mm. I, as I said, we're looking at being one of the teams as fans. You know, um, I'm not sure who you guys um, support, but if you if, you know you the whole point, you the whole I can't I can't I can't see it. Can't see it. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> oh, is it? Is it? It's not. I was the. I was the. Oh no. no. Uh, was this, is it, oh, oh, green! Oh, yeah, okay. Big well, green yeah, bay. That would uh, be one game we were going to win uh, in London, <laughs> that's for sure. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, you've got the same type of thing, like, where, where you're like, what is the plan? Like, what is mm. you know, where are we going in the future? I think that what we have is a solid base and a solid plan. So therefore, we can actually say, okay, well, you know, as you as, as you said, Freddie, there's two. Um, hot. I've heard this. I don't know much about these these college guys because mm. there's only so much sports that I can have actually have in my brain. But um, you know, if we've got two college prospects coming in in the future, then that's cool. But what about now? Mm. Are we tanking? Like, what is that? What is what is that? Because you can't put Daniel Jones back out there. Mm. That's my point. Is it, it, there's a, a there's a bit of a disconnect. But if we're tanking unofficially, then we're tanking. That's fine. I just have to accept it. But that's a whole another year of me having to listen to Hannah and Sam and people like that on the show <laughs> ragging on me. Uh, so I just have to kind of just uh, accept that and just find a bandwagon team, Chargers, uh, to, to, be, to kind of root for. Solid bandwagon team. <laughs> Everyone's Chargers such the bandwagon team. Everyone like loves to, like the Everton of five years ago. Everyone loves yeah. to love and, then, and now it's become Leicester. Leicester are now like that premiership team. But like, yeah, the charges are, are definitely that way. Um, yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll move off off from Giants in a moment. However, I would like to. Just yeah, thank you. We had we had a, <laughs> well, this is this is hopefully going to be a positive. View. I had, we had Sam Farley on last week, NFL journalist, mm-hmm. well, journalist in general as well, really great guy. And we he's a big fantasy football player. And we said, you know, what player do you think next year is going to be really, you know, going to be at the top of the pile who you could probably snatch mm-hmm. away and get for quite cheap. And he went full blown in Saquon Barkley. He was like Saquon Barkley this year. He was quite saying it's going to be a top five running back next year. Do you think Saquon is going to do that sort of bounce back? Because we know what sort of play he could be. He has been phenomenal in 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 recent history. Really, it's only been a very short career. But then in the last few years, he's had injury problems. He's looking. He put a post out the other day on Instagram. He's looking. I mean, they're all looking bloody trim. They don't ever have a off day, do they? These NFL players. But the, he's looking. He's, he's looking real good. At, you know, real trim and really ready to go. Are you hoping that this could be the bounce back for him? I mean, you you've got to judge it on the on the offensive line. Like mm. our offensive line says no. So I, mm. you know, I don't really see how that can actually be. And I think we've moved into you know more of a, a, a dual threat. Um, I don't think you can. I, I think personally, this is just me. I think that the days of a, of a one back that takes every down is gone. I just mm. don't see how you have longevity doing that. Mm. So I think that you've got to got to look at you know. I mean, my my tip. I haven't I haven't won our, our, our trophy as yet. As Sam would keep on reminding me, but <laughs> um, but I I would say you're going to have to look at like you know 
uh, it's probably like the Vikings, like with Cook and and is it Madison? Um, yeah, yeah. They, they have like you. You're gonna have, if you're talking about fantasy football, you're probably gonna be looking at those two because obviously you know you just have to choose the actual backup who's decent. Um, mm. You know, uh, so I, I I made moves, almost made the finals. Um, <laughs> you know, w- with that, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't go with, with Saquon Barkley. I, I think that you can get him pick, you can get him, you know, quite quickly or further down in 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 a draft. But I don't see with the, with the offensive line that we've got if he's going to be making any um, moves. If you look at the start of last season, um, you know, against the buck the Bucks, that kind of showed you where we are. Like mm. they surrounded him. They made sure that he didn't go anywhere. And he was doing all types of tricks and trying to jump over people and twists and turns and everything he possibly can do. And he was going nowhere. So I, I can't see that if if, you, if we haven't got a decent offensive line. You know, if the the Cowboys have got a better offensive line than us and 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 two and they they can't get any movement from you know uh their their back. So we stand no chance whatsoever. Mm. Yeah, I think top five is quite a uh spicy oh uh, I, I i did a smile it, where i sort of went <laughs> smiling like you need to be composed and then just went no i'm just gonna laugh at this because that is a real bold, yeah, that's, real that's... bold statement like i could name five guys off the top of my head who i think will have better yards next year than zeke but you know sam sam might know something we don't by the end of next year i think he's <laughs> decent isn't he he's, he's i think he'll be better i mean you've got to be sort of optimistic about him being better this year than we oh, was yeah, last year yeah mm. It's sharing the load, and, and that's, yeah. that's the important thing. Is that you can't have an every down back all, all the all the time. Like everyone who is in the in the in the um, you know, if you look at even if you look at like, the forty ers who bar them, you know, not turning up, um, you know, in the game against uh, the Rams. I think I think that they, I, my bet was for them to be able to win the whole thing. I don't know what they what they're doing now with this uh, whole contract situation, um, but I think that even they, if you look at them, they've got two decent backs. Even though one's a wide receiver, you, you're looking at two decent stellar backs who actually can share the load. I don't think you can have just one. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, that that would be my suggestion. A person who has never won their uh, their <laughs> championship. So, you know, take mine with a pinch of salt, but I would personally go down the route of uh, either A, just going with two different backs from the same, two backs from the same team, or or listen to Kay Adams and uh, go with whatever she suggests. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a Steeler fan, I'm going to have to wait a little bit longer to see my team over in London. But you guys, both of you have got the pleasure this year of your teams facing each other. Um, unfortunately, Dre, we are going to be not attending the first game as our co-host Andrew is getting married on the first weekend. So we will be attending the wedding, however, secretly. Phone How and... selfish of him. Yeah, oh, we've right. told him That's so many times. Like. We've told him so many How times. How selfish. He's been to every London game, is that right? He's missed one, I believe. But it right. was two, I reckon he missed one eight years ago. And, and yet he chose to get married on a Sunday in October. Uh, of all the times that like, you could have chose in August, well, where is, I hope it's abroad. No, it's in Oxfordshire. So, uh, yeah, it won't be abroad. But, you know, we've got stag do. 
we've got stag do to sort of you know right any wrongs that have been done upon us 100 but of course london games are all coming up which we're all very excited about obviously the saints and the vikings in that first game at tottenham then you've got you guys the giants against the packers at tottenham we have the uh the jags being the broncos in wembley as well which should be should be a fantastic game we've got the introduction of the munich game this year also the game in mexico as well um with three games this year dre i mean we've had more games we've had less games We've had bigger games, we've had a smaller games. I felt like the feel, me and Adam def- said after the game last year when, when we met, it has a feeling last year of not really hitting the mark on the standard that we'd want. And, and it, that was a bit of a feeling amongst most of the NFL fans there, we thought. However, this year it feels like the games have sort of stepped up. Yes, it's been helped by the inclusion of like Russell Wilson going to Denver. Um, it would you know, it'd be nice if Devontae Hamza stuck around in Green Bay. Obviously not for you guys. You must be really happy about that. But it, we, we were going to have some studs coming over here, weren't we? Um, do, do you like the progression of what's happening with the NFL UK games? Do you think that, you know, how has your experience been with Tottenham? Um, it's it's it, it feels to me like a fantastic stadium, and when I've been there, I've really enjoyed it. Um, how, how do you think moving forward the game can get bigger with the inclusion of the games? I mean, so you you thinking that we we had like kind of duddish games before? Or? I thought last they, year they was lackluster, was really lackluster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, and that's um, no as an in offense, that's no offense to teams that no, came no, over. No, 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 all, no. All fans want to see their teams. I understand that, but you know it. You can't give it, it almost feels like we you know America, we want to keep all our games and we'll just give them, you know, the games we, we're not that bothered about. And it's like, no, hang on a minute, we've got a fan base here. Obviously, it is a lot smaller than the American fan base, but mm. we're a fan base that is growing this worldwide. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I said think, last year, oh. I, I think it was a test. I'm convinced it was a test after COVID to make sure that the market was still there, to make sure that we would still sell out the ground and stuff like that. And they weren't great games and they weren't great like teams, were they? I mean, it it was kind of, it was the, um, what was it? I think it was almost like the first pick and the third pick in the draft and then the second and the sixth or something like that. So it was pretty, pretty poor, but it was, I, I think it was them just testing to see whether or not the market was still there for it. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you, you could be right. I I didn't think of it at that time because I was just so happy in that, in that time that yeah. we were having teams yeah. coming back. It felt like life was back to normal. Mm. The stadiums were around, the atmosphere was great outside, you know, and obviously we were privileged to be able to go and see, like, some of the training. And it's a little bit different than it was before because obviously you can't just run on and speak to the, the players as you normally would. But, you know, in the press conferences, you kind of get... A, a longer press conference so you get to speak to the players a little bit more um i it's just that's the first time i've actually kind of looked at it in that way where we had like you know i mean the games weren't that great but i mean you know except for the um the the, the hawks always are finding a way to be able to you know try mm-hmm. to lose a game at any point uh trying to make things as much int- uh, as interesting as possible didn't really enjoy the jags game at all to, to mm-hmm. be honest with you um but yeah, I mean, this is the first time in out of all the times that we've we've, we've had uh, the history of, of the London games, we've had actually serious teams, uh, and obviously the Packers and uh, and Giants. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a slightly biased, but like even having just the, the Packers, you got a Hall of Fame quarterback coming over. But do remember, we had Brady over, we had the Patriots over in in Wembley. I think this this the stadium because obviously the NFL invested in it. 
more because obviously they've got the stadium, they've got hot, they're paying hot for half the stadium almost. So I think it works out to be. Um, and the viewing, I don't know if you guys went to the, the the games last year in person, but you actually got a better view rather than in Wembley, yeah. you feel like you're a bit further away from everything. Mm-hmm. Where this one here, you feel like you're in the stadium, the atmosphere is great. That national anthem was, was I think, better than the Super Bowl one, uh, <laughs> to, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I, I think that they definitely stepped up. I, I, I think that there's uh, more of an, I think they're recognising that there's more of an appetite with, with not only obviously fans from the UK, but Germany uh, as well, which is massive for them to be able to have their game. So it is an exciting time. I, I, again, my I was so grateful for what we had, that we had some games back, uh, mm-hmm. that we would be able to come back and be able to see these teams have all the uh, other stuff around it that I uh, it's probably clouded my judgment, but I, I think they get a pass for me into uh, for 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I reckon. Are you going to be able to go to the Munich games? Are you, are you going to be over there for them? If uh, anyone's listening to this, um, yes, we, uh, <laughs> you joke, if anyone's available. listening to this, we will be available. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're gonna have to fight this one out. No, yeah, we, I mean, fingers crossed that we all get to go. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll be expecting to be able to go over there. I think it's something that I want to experience. The oh, one I've never been to Munich Stadium at all, even for football, for Premier League football, or you know, normal soccer, as the Americans will call it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that atmosphere, the first time it's ever been there, you know, you know, it's around Oktoberfest, I believe. I believe, yeah, I just after, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, regardless, we're, we're, we're going to be uh drinking beer. And enjoying yeah. <laughs> all, everything around there, so yeah, it'll be a festival, um, you know, atmosphere. So yeah, I, I, fingers crossed, NFL or anyone else that we, we partner with is going to uh, take us out there. Uh, all of us out there, let's put that in the air. <laughs> yeah, it'd be definitely something to look forward to. And do you think moving forward that there there may be more games that they'll bring over here, or do we? This is what I'm quite interested to hear from people at Corn. What mm-hmm. do you subscribe? It subscribe to it sounds really bad, but there's a lot of people here in the UK who want a team. Let's put it that way. Okay. And there's a lot of people here that think they want more, but would like more games. And everyone's sort of wondering what the future will be. And people have their own thoughts on it and what they think is better and stuff like that. What mm-hmm. What do you honestly think will be the growth for the NFL here? Do you think it could be one day a team over here? Or do you think it is just an expansion of, of games here? Or do you think this is sort of as good as we're going to get it? Because the move to Munich, to me, feels like the next step will be maybe Asia or Australia personally I think that's they I think that's where it'll grow I don't I think that I don't think it's going to grow so much here so to speak in the amount of games well we've got we've got four games here at the moment. three three games and three three games yeah um I mean yeah I mean Germany's taken one of our games so <laughs> yeah. um I just can't see the reason why they would actually have any more games, you know, over here. I don't think there's the appetite from from the fans over there because remember, obviously, one of them are losing a a home game. Um, you know, you just seeing, you know, the Jags get beaten up on. You know, I I, I just think sometimes it's it's better to have three or four games. If we can go back to having four games over here, I, I think that the app, from what I can see, I don't know anything about this no intel but it just looked like the appetite or, or they've recognized how big a fan you know uh fan base they have in germany mm. uh you know because like every other person i was speaking to was german 
when we had the games over here. So mm. I think that maybe that's the move to kind of spread it between us and them. I don't think Asia's interested in that. Asia's very much basketball, baseball. Mm. Um, so I do think it's going to be spread between us, Germany, and maybe Spain. Um, you know, th- those are the, the countries that I would say outside of the States are the most interested in. Yeah, I, I don't even know if Mexico is really interested in it that much, as much as, uh, you know, we we are definitely... I, I would like us to be able to have four games, though. So it should be like two, two at Wembley, mm. two at Tottenham, you know, and, you know, I, I think that, for me, that would be more than enough. I think that us having a team over here, I can't see that it would... would keep that interest having eight mm. eight games over here with a team that's going to lose all the time L- little is more in a way yeah I yeah. think it's just nice to be able to have. and then also remember you want I would always say to fans like if you haven't been to a game in the US go there because the atmosphere is mm. completely different here's a carnival atmosphere people wear obviously as you know every different team under the sun so it's not really a true reflection of what it's like to be able to be going there at Green Bay or if you're lucky enough to be able to go there or going to the Dolphins or something like that where they're home fans, it's their Mm. home territory. You know, they've got their anthems, they've got their traditions, all those types of things. I think it's better for us to be able to have our celebration here and Germany and then obviously make sure that we get to go to the States if if, if possible. But you should do that if you really love the game. You should actually go and watch, you know, at least again. I'm I'm desperate to go to Raiders. I'm desperate to go to the Rams. Stadiums because they just look magnificent. I, I definitely want to know what it's like in playoff times. You know, with, with the Giants, not just watch it in my front room. You know, mm-hmm. like those types of stuff. I I, I think that we want. Uh, obviously, I'll be waiting for a long time. But um, mm. <laughs> I, I was waiting. Wait. I was going to say. I knew someone was going to say something. I it just I knew it wasn't going to be me. <laughs> like, you're, like you're damn right. You're going to be waiting. <laughs> I'm just so used to the ragging on our on our other show. One, um, one day, one day you'll get back there. Don't worry. We believe in you. <laughs> don't worry. You're 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 on snakes and ladders all the way down. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Don't worry. <laughs> Adam, Adam's just nervous. He knows Jordan loves time. Is coming. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very oh, creepy. That's coming. They they they've put too much. In. I feel sorry for that guy because they put so much in like uh, pressure on his back. And then when he came in, he's just like he just did not do it at all. It's just I I, I don't know Adam what you feel about um, um uh, Aaron Rodgers because he's my favorite quarterback, but definitely a bit of shine away from him last last time. Sorry, I'm, I'm asking Chris. I'm taking over the show. Yeah, he's, ta- he's taking over that. the show. So <laughs> like, what's going on here? He's going to Munich. We're being left behind. It's okay. It's no <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I must admit, I think for a lot of Packers fans at the time when it happened, and there was lots of, oh, is he gonna, is he gonna sign? Is he not gonna sign? And then all of that going on, I think it did put a bit of a dampener on everything. Now he's very much, I'm gonna stay here until retirement, and we're all kind of on retirement watch now. So it's just it is a literally a matter of time before he goes. Everyone goes on about the Jordan Love pick about how it was such a bad thing. You look at the stats, Rogers was declining. It, it's like he he was and then Jordan Love came in and he just gave him the rocket that he needed to sort of push on again. So I get why the Packers did what they did. I, Unfortunately, I think Love is just the unfortunate person in this whole situation and he's just not going to get anywhere. 
he doesn't sound like he's good enough now. From what you hear of him in training, it's it's very much like sometimes he will put a run together of five, six passes and it, he'll look good. And then he'll do something that is awful. And, and you just sort of think, well, it doesn't sound like he's got it. So unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be around much. He, he might do a year or, or two mm. when Rogers retires. But I think that's probably going to be it unless something happens. Guy. Yeah. I just keep I just keep thinking about watching the NFL in the new camp. Like, yeah, so yeah that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like, you, you think Wembley's high in the air. Jeez Louise, <laughs> new camp you oh, are. Man. It's yeah, so high. You have, it's uh, crazy. Uh, uh, you know, you're going to be at a different altitude up there. Uh, but I, I think that if you look at teams like you know Madrid, like they've just redone their stadium. They've got a, a, a top two. So I just, I just got a feeling that there's going to be. They want this game all over Europe, and they don't want to battle with NBA. You know, uh, regarding the, the Asian market, I, I think they may have a, a, you know, a game out there, but it's so heavily NBA, so heavily uh, baseball. I just don't see how it's going to grow there. So therefore, I think they're kind of concentrating on their actual fan base. That is big in, as I said, like here, Germany, and then definitely Spain, they have a, a big appetite for, for NFL. So, you know, I, I would definitely say that's going to be the focus over there. Hopefully that means that the Giants start getting some fans um, so we can actually, you know, <laughs> do something soon, um, sooner rather than later. But, uh, yeah, as far as Jordan Love, I feel very sorry for him because I think that he's got the wrong raw end of the stick. It's... Uh, He's a, he's a kid. It's like, you know, he didn't ask to be chosen. You know, and, and I don't think it was ever the design for him to be able to come in and, and start start instead of Rodgers. But I think that it's because at that point, you just needed one extra wide receiver, you know, for him to use. But that being said, is that when it when it came to the, the game against the, the 49ers, he had other options and he was only ever throwing to Devontae Adams. Yeah, which is why I think that the offence will be a lot more balanced this year. I think when you look at it, everyone knew where it was going. So mm. it's like because of that problem, it, that that was the reason. That's where it went wrong. It wasn't the defence. The defence did well. You know, they yeah, only had a good 13 points is nothing. But so they did really well. And they they look really good for this year again. I think they'll do really well. But yeah, it, it's tough when you've, you know, when you're constantly throwing it to the same guy over and over again, they're going to work it out. <laughs> I mean, I could work it I, I could work it out, so I'm sure they can work it out. I mean, majority of the time, but, but majority of the time it actually works, like, to be honest with you, like, they, they had that such a good connection that, that it didn't yeah. really affect them, because obviously you knew what was going to happen, can you stop it? But the, the, the problem was, is that, just moving forward is that obviously you've lost a couple of people so it's like who you're in a similar a position to us is like we don't have well we, we haven't got a quarterback as well so we're we're, le- we're lower than you um yeah i'll just stop I'll, I'll stop there freddie because uh i'll just make a more of a fool of myself and you'll get all those comments <laughs> 
Well, Andre, I really, Dre, really appreciate you coming on, my man. Thank you for joining us. It's been a real blast. And uh, you can catch your dress up online as well. Virgin Mag Magazine does loads of great stuff as well as alternative sports guys. Um, we are yeah, really looking forward to see, hopefully seeing you meet you at London Games, if not sooner. Um, plenty of stuff going on. Um, it's the year 20, yeah, 2045. Brady's come out of retirement for the third time. <laughs> He's in the Camp new against Jordan Love. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a day to remember. I tell you, it'll be that sort of October. It's still warm, <laughs> but cold breeze coming across from the ocean. Oh, what a time of life to be alive that's going to be. Um, until then, though, thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching the Friends of the uh, F-Tag. We'll still be releasing stuff throughout the summer. Like and share this uh, podcast on YouTube and on our social media. Have a good rest of your week. We'll see you all.